Hello everyone, my name is Rafal and I would like to welcome you to my Headshot Photography podcast. And today I would like to talk about something which bugs me for quite a bit and I think today is the right moment to talk about it. And recently I've done video on my YouTube channel which covers exactly the same topic, but I found YouTube is kind of place where I need to be quick and short and get right to the point. On the podcast, I can dive in a little bit deeper in some of those topics. So if you want to hear the short version of what I'm planning to say, you can jump into and check my YouTube channel. If you want to see a little bit extended version of this topic, please stay tuned and you can kind of keep listening what I'm going to say. And I want to cover this topic on a little bit of a deeper level. So recently I've been noticing that there is so many different um, articles and videos and posts where photographers kind of share their knowledge. And I really appreciate it what they do because sharing the knowledge is extremely important and I support this 100%. But what I've noticed that there's specific ways of focusing on specific topics. And let me kind of explore this a little bit. So I see posts or videos where photographers say, for example, hey, this is the best lighting for headshot photography, or this is the best lens for headshot photography. And I think this type of articles and videos and posts are a little bit misleading because I deeply believe that in order to create image and create any type of artistic work, it's a process. It's something what takes kind of time. And also you have to put together specific elements and components and they have to all work together to make this whole thing work. Just because you focus on one thing, it's usually doesn't work. And let me kind of give you a little bit example. I remember when I started shooting and when I started my photography career, I, I was focusing typically on a couple things and it was either lighting or equipment. And that was my main focus. And I've seen a lot of type of different advertising. I, you know, follow some photographers and I was asking them, of course, the wrong questions. And I deeply believe that if I get the right equipment or I get the right lighting, I'm going to get the image. But I always ignored all other elements which make the shot. And I'm going to kind of dive in a little bit more into this and I'm going to share with you guys pretty much how I actually approach this. But I think that in order to create good images and create specific pictures, we need to break down this entire process to much smaller elements and look at them individually. And then you can kind of at the very, very end, glue them all together to get that to get the results you're looking for. And one of the examples which I always like to share is baking. And just because someone tells you, hey, you know what, this is the best oven to bake a cheesecake, 
doesn't mean you're going to get the results because in order to do that you need ingredients you need specific recipe you need to mix this whole thing the proper way you have to have the right temperature there's so many other as i mentioned elements which make this work just because you have one element which is the oven it's not gonna get you probably to the results you're looking for and i think that the same thing applies to photography just because you have right equipment or you have right lens or you have right lighting doesn't mean you're going to get fantastic headshots because there's other elements which you have to look after and make sure they also work and they've done properly to make the image. And that's why I want to talk about it because I think that a lot of those, as I mentioned, videos and in posts and articles, they give you just a fraction of the information and they completely ignore other elements which are equally, in my opinion, important to get the shots. And this is something which I want to dedicate it especially to photographers who are starting off because it took me honestly, over a decade to understand this whole thing. And I always look at this whole thing completely different way. And with the time, with the experience, where I could literally understand that photography, it's a very complex process and you have to look at all those little elements and you have to put them together, then you're gonna get interesting and good images. And I know I'm just kind of running the circles right now, but I just want to make this clear that just because you will get right one of those elements doesn't mean you're done and you're going to be good at it and you're going to get fantastic images. This is, I would say, um, just something which is going to make you more confused. It's going to make you more... Um, you're pretty much going to just... just, just walking in the dark because you're going to believe that you have everything what you're supposed to have and you should you've done everything what it's 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 supposed to be done but you're still not going to be kind of getting the results you're looking for and i talked to so many different photographers and and i can also share that with you from my own experience that you see those like you know, kind of advertising and someone shows you like, oh, this is amazing, for example, lens. And if you get that lens, you're going to get this fantastic image. And they show you those great images and it, everything kind of looks like it's so cool. And you, 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 you buy the lens, you put on your camera, you go shooting and all of a sudden your images looks like garbage. And that's, some, that's why, because you don't really kind of put the other things together and the lens itself or any other element, if you just focus on one thing, it's not gonna you know, get you to the next level and you're not gonna make a great photographer. And I wanna kind of discuss how I approach this whole thing and hopefully this is gonna help you to look at it from completely different perspective and it's gonna help you to break down this entire process to, as I said, smaller elements which gonna simply kind of allow you to look at your work differently and you can analyze you know what you're good at it what you what you're bad at it what you need to kind of work on what things you have to fix 
and then it's going to be much easier to get results. And as you know, if you kind of look at this differently and you can really focus on those elements individually, and then you can, as I mentioned, glue this whole thing together, you're going to progress much, much quicker and you're going to get much better results right away. Honestly, I wish if I would know that. I think a lot of photographers understand that kind of, but they don't really pay attention to it. So that's why I want to create this podcast and I want to create this message to photographers. So they're not going to mislead by those articles or all those videos that if you get the, the lighting right or you're going to get the right equipment or you're going to do some other little thing the right way, all of a sudden your photography improved because this is not true. Okay, so let's go back to breaking this entire process to smaller elements and look at them individually. So I divided my process to seven elements. And let's first of all, tell I will tell you what the, those elements are and then we're gonna go through them individually. So the first element is the gear. The second element is the settings. The third element is the lighting. The fourth element is subject presence. The fifth element is posing. The element number six is face expression. And element number seven is, of course, retouching. And let's jump into this and let's discuss this step by step. So let's start with element number one. So as I mentioned, element number one is gear. In order to create an image, you need gear, you need equipment, you need all those, you know, things which are going to make you able to shoot. And we're talking about the body, the lens, the, 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 the strobes or speed lights or soft boxes. You have to have this whole thing put together and you need to know what's going to make you get this shot. And again, just because you have the perfect lens, you know, that means nothing because as I mentioned, there's other elements. So you have to kind of have equipment which allows you to get the shot. And again, you don't have to get the, you know, the best equipment. You don't have to get, you know, things which are, you know, top shelves. As long as you, you can get equipment which gets you basically the, 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 the results you're looking for, that's all what you need. And kind of going from my own experience, I scaled down. I remember back in the days I was buying the most expensive stuff, the, 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 the most flashy stuff, the things which, you know, they were super expensive because I thought this is going to work. But after years, after experience, I've noticed that I really don't need that, you know, top-notch equipment. I could have basic stuff and I was still able to get the images what I'm looking for. And if you look at my images and you look at the equipment I'm using to shoot those images, you probably notice I'm kind of like really old school because I'm look I'm I'm using 10 years old camera, I'm using old lens, I'm using very old speed lights. But at the same time, you need to have this whole figured it out and you need to have equipment which is going to allow you to get the shot. The component number two is settings. So in order to make this whole thing work, you need to have proper settings. Again, I'm not going to go deeper which settings are the right one because each location, each shoot, each you know subject, you need different settings. So you need to figure out what works, but at the same time, you need to have this 
element kind of look at separately and you have to just kind of like figure this whole thing out what works for a specific shoot and doesn't matter where you shoot um, you're shooting outside inside outdoor indoor you know you're shooting in your studio it, it, there, there's so many different things but you need to figure out which settings going to work best for the results you're looking for the component number three it's lighting so that's another one which we've discussed a few minutes ago that sometimes say people saying that well this is the best you know lighting for headshot photography there's so many different type of lighting you can have one lighting setup you can have two lighting setups you can have three lights set up you might shoot rembrandt light you might shoot flat light um you know you might even you know if you more advanced and you want to be more kind of cool and you want to play with your lights you can have four lighting setups so uh, you know so so there's no kind of perfect lighting setup it's it's you're looking for the setup which works for you and for the results you're looking for so there's no such a thing as the kind of best lighting setup for hatchet photography because everyone has a different taste everyone has different approach everyone has a different equipment everyone kind of looks at things differently and the things which might work for me and the things which i like not necessarily might be something you like so having having so saying that something is the best for this type of work is nonsense because everyone has different taste and you need to find something which works best for you. Okay, so let's move on to component number four, which is um, subject presence. So when it comes to subject presence, it's I'm talking about wardrobe, about I'm, I'm talking about the makeup, I'm talking about the hairstyle. You also need to look into this because you might have the best gear, you might have the best lighting, but if your subject comes in for the photo shoot and is completely unprepared for the session, like your image is going to turn garbage. And I've learned that too because I had everything figured out. I have, you know, all the equipment, I have the best lighting, um, you know, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, the one which works best for me. But my subject pretty much was completely unprepared and the person even didn't like the photos because they didn't have a makeup, the hair was messy, the wardrobe didn't kind of work well. So just because you have all those little other things figured out and you have one little component which is missing, you're still not going to get the shot, right? So pay attention to all those little elements because that's what's going to make the shot. Okay, so we talk about the subject presence and... You know, I don't want to go deeper into this, but I want to mention that this is something which is also extremely important. The component number five is posing. So when it comes to posing, again, this is something which is part of creating the image. And we need to make sure that the person looks engaging. We want to make sure that there is a flow to the image. You know, the body is positioned properly and, and, and the image looks as I mentioned, good. So there is some kind of amazing flow to um, the, the body language. And, and again, this is something which we can learn. This is something where we can find online. There's a lot of books about posing body language and we need to figure it out and we need to learn how to do this because it's another very important element of this process of creating good image. Okay, so the next one is the face expression. Again, something which is huge part of the headshot and we want to make sure that 
we creating um, amazing face expressions which look engaging. They, 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 they create a specific mood to the image. Um, face expression also adds so much to the personality. So we also need to learn how to do it properly and create images which are kind of done the way that the face expressions has some kind of story behind it and, and, and looks when whoever's going to be looking at that image going to get this feel from that picture. So that was element number six. And the final element, number seven, which is retouching. And for me, retouching, the way I see it is like a final sugar coat for the cake. So this is something which polish everything up and you add this final sherry on the cake. And again, this is something also extremely important and this is part of the process. And I'm gonna go back to what I was saying and I know I'm repeating myself right now. Um, just because you get the lighting done right, just because you have the right equipment, you have the right pose, you have the right um, you know, face expression, you've done everything correctly and your retouching sucks, still, you're not going to get the results you're looking for. So let's kind of summarize this whole thing and let's kind of discuss this from a little bit of a different perspective. Um, the main message of this podcast, and this is what I'm trying to say, you have to look at those elements individually and you have to kind of figure out the best way to do them, but you need to kind of get them done all together and they all have to work. They, they all have to have to have some kind of balance. They all have to, you know, be done correctly to get great image. And this is something which, again, is extremely important for photographers because, you know, if you start looking at those elements individually, and for example, hey, I've done this photo shoot and I've done, for example, my gear is correct, my lighting is correct, my settings are great. Um, and for example, hey, you know what? My posing, it's not as good. I can notice on that particular image or you know, sets of images that the posing is not right. So this is something which tells you this is what you have to do to improve your uh, skills when it comes to posing because that's what's kind of like making your images falling apart and that applies to any other element you know either it's you know face expression or retouching on posing or equipment each of those elements as I mentioned is equally important and we have to look at this whole thing as a whole and this is pretty much what's going to get us the right um, image. And I know I'm just running around the circles, but I'm trying to kind of explain people that focusing on one thing only and ignoring everything else, it's not going to get you anywhere. And I also noticed that all those big companies, which, you know, make equipment and make gear or make lighting, whatever, they try to kind of make you believe that if you get this specific gear or you get specific lighting, this is what's going to make your images. And this is not true. You have to look at so many other elements to make this done right. And many photographers I've noticed completely ignores this. They completely forget about it or they kind of so um, blind that photography is, you know, 
kind of like a puzzle. So you have to put all those elements together to get the final shot. And this is something which, again, I was struggling for many, many years. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of suspecting that so many other photographers going for exactly the same process. And that's why I want to create this podcast. So for those photographers who are starting off or they have some issues with their photography and they kind of think that, hey, I've got everything what I, what I need. I think I've got everything what I kind of need to have in order to, you know, make this work and still doesn't work. So in order to kind of kind of look at your work differently and do like a little bit reverse engineering and looking at things backwards, that's what's going to allow you to analyze your work from different perspective and look at those different elements and see which element is missing. So you have to work on it to get it done right. So the whole picture is going to get better. It's like, again, going back to our puzzles, you can put this whole thing together, but if you have, let's say, few puzzles missing, you know, this whole thing is incomplete and it's not going to work. And the same applies to photography. You need to work on those puzzles individually, but at the same time, you have to look at the whole thing and the entire process to get you where you want to be. And this is something what, again, bugs me for, 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 for a long time because I see this misleading information from other photographers and they're focusing on one thing, not to mention we keep seeing all this advertising from so many different companies and they just keep pumping this kind of belief in, into us that if you get this or you get that, that's what's going to make you better photographer. And we have to somehow change our way of thinking about photography that, you know, we need to look at, again, much broader perspective and much kind of wider angle, right? So we need to see the whole thing. And as long as we start looking at this whole thing from much broader perspective and we start analyzing this whole thing, you know, as this kind of, we're going to break this process to smaller components and small, smaller elements, this is how our photography is going to improve because we're going to see this whole thing um, from, again, something which, from again, I, I know I'm repeating myself from a little bit of um, broader perspective of seeing things. And um, this is something what is extremely important for me. I want to share this message and I hope you guys going to kind of, I don't know, see at your work and look at your work from completely different way. And... Another little tip which I want to share is, and I know if photographers are doing that or not, but um, I've, after like when I figured this whole thing out and it was just like kind of miracle for me because I'm like, well, now I can really see my work differently. I can really look at things which work, things which I'm lacking, things which I need to improve. That's what kind of changed my um, photography. And the one little advice I would like to give it to you and something it's worth to try is to kind of go back and look at your images and analyze it from the point of those seven elements and look at the image and say, hey, the equipment is done right. The settings are great. I'm getting the results from the settings which I'm looking for. Then lighting. I like the lighting. This is great. This is something which, you know, works well. 
posing, face expression, retouching. And if you notice that one of those things is missing, you're going to know, hey, you know what, this is what I have to work on. And analyze your own images from that standpoint. And you will see how differently you can look at your own images. And I remember when I started doing this, it's not only gave me much, I would say, different way, I, you know, when it comes to seeing my images, but also I could focus on those things which needs to be improved. And I remember for me, one of the biggest challenges was retouching. I love the lighting, which I was doing. I really like, um, you know, the settings and the effects, but I just couldn't get for retouching. And I started kind of like, okay, I need to put my entire attention into this because this is the missing piece of my puzzles. And I dedicated literally three years of my life to, you know, learn how to retouch my images because I knew this is going to get me where I want to be. Um, and that's something could be anything, might be posing, might be face expressions. You know, there's a lot of things which people have to work on. But just seeing this whole thing differently is going to definitely help you out. Okay, I'm going to cut off right now here because, um, again, I'm just, I, I feel like I'm repeating myself right now. But I hope, you know, people kind of understand what my point is. And I'm trying to show this from completely different angles so people kind of can notice that, um, you know, just look at this whole thing properly because I know some people might read this completely different, but I just want to kind of give you guys different points of view from different angles so you can see this whole thing from, you know, you can see this different ways. Anyways, um, I think that should be enough. I think you guys understood what I meant. And um, yeah, I would love to hear from you um, whenever, whenever you guys have any questions or you guys would like to add something to this or you don't agree with me. I also would love to hear about your opinions because that's also important. And also I want to learn from you as well because I know people have different perspectives and they see things differently and seeing different people's perspective always helps me to kind of also look at my own opinions and biases and everything what I believe in from different angle. So I hope that was interesting and um, I hope that gave you something new to your uh, toolbox and and hopefully this is going to help you to look at your work differently analyze it and and work on those things which need to be adjust and they need to be improved and at the same time um, also I want to say that um, hopefully this is going to be something which definitely helps you to speed up the process of learning okay so thank you for listening stay tuned and I'll chat with you guys very soon bye bye